in St. Paul's letter to the Colossians, the text picks up right in the middle of Paul telling the church that Jesus forgave all of our trespasses. Now, apparently there were some outsiders telling the Colossians that there were sins that absolutely could not be forgiven. This was, of course, an affront to St. Paul. He reminded the church there and us that with the death of Jesus, all of his power came to bear on the trespasses of human beings. The same power needed to raise Jesus from the dead still crushes every sin that is turned over to Jesus in repentance and amendment of life. So you see, from Paul's perspective, there's no such thing as a confessed sin that will keep the love of Christ from redeeming his people. And yet, we all know Christians who act as if they believe this lie. We've all had conversations with people close to us who actually believe they have done something that is so wrong, so horrible, that God could never, ever forgive. Where would this come from? So we all know that Jesus speaks of an unpardonable sin in the Gospels of Mark and Matthew. And these Gospels, the witness is not clear at all, but the unpardonable sin seems to be attributing the healing power of the Holy Spirit to an unholy source. But Jesus' words are not the source of the issue in Paul's letter in our conversation now. I think people who believe they are unpardonable have done something entirely human. They've made an idol. They believe that God is just like them. They've convinced themselves God could never forgive because they themselves could never forgive their own offense. You see, this is where so many Christians make a misstep in their faith. The prophet Isaiah records God telling his people, My ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. And as we begin to wade through this idea of an unpardonable sin, we must return to the truth that God is not like us. And we must be ever grateful for that. Humans, as you know, are known for their anger and their revenge and their power struggles. Pick up a newspaper, watch the evening news. But you see, this is not God. This is human. God is a holy God who is very forceful with everything that tries to separate his creation and his people from him. God's not like us. Paul said, God made us alive when he forgave us all our trespasses. When we have such a hold on God that we begin to see that nothing is beyond his redemptive power, nothing is going to keep him from us except ourselves, and here we come to the real issue for us. The deep reason that some feel like they cannot be forgiven 
is simply idolatry masquerading as piety. When believers refuse to bend the knee to the maker of heaven and earth, they are free to remake God into their own image. An image just like themselves with the same puny attributes, the same ridiculous reactions to poor behavior, and the same taste for revenge. This is not God. This is an idol, the work of human hands. God gave his only son, Jesus of Nazareth, to save sinners from evil and, unfortunately, even from ourselves. It's only through Jesus that we are correctly oriented to God. It's only through Jesus that sins are forgiven and washed away with the blood of our Savior on that cross so long ago. You see, friends, Jesus gave himself so that he could set aside sin. Now, let's be honest. When we do stupid things, it's going to sting a bit. If we have to make restitution to somebody in the community or a friend or a family member, it may not be enough just to go to the Lord in your prayer closet and say, I'm sorry, forgive me. You will be forgiven, but there's the other piece of that, of keeping the community whole. It is going to the person that you have offended and saying the words, I apologize. How can I make it better? That's going to hurt. But that is all part of it. Not only reconstituting our faith and our bond with God Almighty, but also reconstituting our faith and bond with our community. We ask for forgiveness from on high. We ask for forgiveness from those whom we have done something intentional or unintentional, dumb or malicious, that part's going to hurt a bit. But through all of that, Jesus is right here with us, willing to take all of our idolatry, all of our pride, all of our sinful behaviors and nail it to his cross so that we can be assured of everlasting life. How could we not come to our Lord when forgiveness is offered so willingly? We all pray that we recognize how silly it is to try to hide ourselves from the one who made us. Like a child trying to hide something from his or her parents by putting it behind their back, right? So the invitation today through the scriptures is for us to come to the throne of Jesus Christ, our Lord, this day with renewed strength, renewed vigor for a life free of hurts and regrets. And when we come to the Lord, all is forgiven. When we make amends, all is forgiven to the best of our ability. And then we become vessels again ready to go out into the world and serve, which is our true purpose, inside these walls and outside.
And so again, the invitation. Come to the throne. Ask for forgiveness. Make amends. If you've got a phone call you need to make, make that phone call. And be the vessel you were designed to be. This is what Christian community is all about. Go before the Lord. He waits for all of us.